Hip hop was good. Hip hop, what is good? Another episode in the transformation of hip hop, the era between 2010 and 2019. I'm still your host, Rob Diggy, aka Rob Deezy, aka at the real Rob Diggy on IG. You already know what it is. This is another episode. We are talking about Mr. Black and Yellow, otherwise known as Wiz Khalifa, or some could say the second coming of Snoop Dogg, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. But first off, before we get started, I just want to say thank you to all of our followers, supporters, listeners that have been uh, pushing us all the way to the top and continue to push us. We just had a couple of article, article, articles, articles published in Voyage uh, Atlanta, Voyage LA, Voyage. Uh, I think the other one was, there was another Voyage we got posted as well too. So, so thank you, thank you, thank you to all you guys. Um, thank you to my hometown, Atlanta, Georgia, all of our followers down there. And I want to give a quick shout out to Unique, Hustle Hard Music. Uh, Unique had a show last night. Uh, at the Rhino here in Kansas City, I got to go out there and see Unique do his thing. And uh, I'm telling you all, if you ever get a chance to see Unique, uh, I'll put his description into the the um, in this episode. His IG, he is he is killing the game. He's he's well known in Kansas City, well known in the Midwest. He's a phenomenal talent. He's put on one of the best, um, one of the best, if not the best. Um, on stage performances in the city uh, that I've seen in a really long time. So shout out to Dion, shout out to House of Heart Music representing them today. And my special guest needs no introduction to the podcast. Uh, we have seen Mr. Satisfy on here for three times. It's going to be his fourth appearance. So one of the things that Satisfy reminded me of before we got started is I want to give just a quick moment of silence for the late, great DMX. Uh, today is April 9th. They, they, we lost DMX um, last year. So just a short <sighs> moment of silence for the late, great Earl Simmons, a.k.a. DMX. Uh, phenomenal talent gone too soon. We love you, X. Um, keep continuing to watch over us. Continue to watch over hip hop um, and guide these young brothers and sisters that are doing our culture the right way. But I'm going to bring Satisfy in, you guys. Satisfy, good afternoon. What's good, brother? And uh, reintroduce yourself to the audience and tell us a little bit about what you have upcoming in regards to projects. What's good, man? Good afternoon. While I pour one up, man. Shout out to my kids for helping me out with this today, man. So what's going on, guys? Satisfy. Um, big shout out to Rob for having me back on uh, for fourth time. Um, big fan of Big Yay 2. Love what him and Jess have done with their brand. And uh, definitely an inspiration for someone like myself as a creator and so forth. And um, yeah, pretty much uh, lately, it's been working on some new music, um, working on my third album. It's going to be a rock album. So something completely different. Um, And then um, pretty much I got this one song that I recorded. I'm just going to release it as a uh, single. Um, It's going to have a 36 and brimstone on it. Uh, For those who don't know, uh, me and 36 are are uh, assigned to the same management, uh, DB Entertainment, Dion Brown. Dion, if you're watching this, shout out to you. Shout out to Dion Brown, man. Yes. And, and shout out to 36 as well. Yes, they're watching. of course. Um, pretty much, I'm going to be channeling their style, uh, horrorcore, on this track. So going to give you guys a uh, horror movie without no visuals. So hopefully we scare you with our words. So. <laughs> I can see you like I can see uh Mike and Brady pulling out like maybe make you put on a Freddy Krueger mask while you're rapping or or, <laughs> or Jason Voorhees mask or some weird stuff. Shout out to 36 and Brim, man. I love them guys, man. And uh I, I still listen to Monolith every single day, man. So shout out to them guys. I love them, dudes. Shout out to you, satisfying your movement. But today we are talking about Mr. Wiz Khalifa. So let's run down the tail of the tape. 
Let's talk about Wiz Khalifa real quick. He is a one-time BT Award winner, recipient, three-time Billboard Award recipient. We're going to talk about his studio albums. Uh, now, you know, Wiz Khalifa has a, a, a boatload of mixtapes, you guys. So we're not going to go talk about all of his mixtapes. I'll let Satisfy do that for us because uh, I don't have I didn't have enough time this week to go through all the mixtapes. But the studio albums during this time period are Rolling Papers, March of 2011, which gave us uh, the chanting... Uh, title track, rock, rock songs, signature song of Black and Yellow, uh, Roll Up, The Race, and Rooftops are some of the ones I picked off of there. Two-time platinum album. Uh, then the following year, uh, he did the high school, what is it, the high school, going to high school, was it Melvin? And help me out, Satisfy, I forgot the, the name of that real quick. He just said it a little, a few while, a little while ago, him and Snoop. Uh, Mac and Devin go to high school. Mac and Devin go to high school. That's right. Mac and Devin go to high school. Uh, he did the soundtrack on that. We all know that song from that album that was Young, Wild, and Free, featuring the early Bruno Mars at the time, who when Bruno Mars was just coming up. Uh, that was a one-time gold album. And then in December 2012, he released ONIFC, which stands for the only N-word in first class, which gave, which to me, as I was telling Satisfy um, earlier, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening in, uh, go back and listen to that album. I think that's Wiz Khalifa's best body of work. That's when his, his rhymes and his beats uh, had a perfect marriage. And I almost broke down every single track on there. But the ones I picked out were Paperbound, Bluffin', Work Hard, Play Hard, Fall Asleep, and Remember You, which speaker features The Weeknd. Then in August of 2014, he came up with Black Hollywood with everybody's favorite anthem, Weed and Boys, Weed and Boys Remix, uh, House in the Hills, one-time platinum album. And then after that, he dropped uh, he dropped one of my favorite songs, which I want to talk about, we'll get satisfied with Pinkin' Bond here in a little bit. Um, the song called See You Again, which was featured in the Furious 7 of the Fast and Furious series, uh, you know, featuring Charlie Puth. And that was number one on the Billboard charts for 12 weeks in a row, uh, you know, to dedicate that to uh, the great Paul Walker um, from the Fast and Furious series. And Paul was a great, phenomenal talent. And that song was dedicated to him. And I actually watched five, seven, five, Fast, Fast and Furious 7 this past week. And I actually saw it and maybe bring back, oh, wow, which is so ironic. I was like, wow, I'm watching this and I'm doing Wiz this week. So I was like, that was something was telling me in a, in the universe, so someone's lining them up, man. But we'll talk about that. We'll come back to that. That was released in 2015. And then uh, Wiz's last studio album released in this time era is Rolling Papers 2, released in July of 2018, which has Penthouse with Snoop Dogg, Real Rich with Gucci Mane. Uh, I like Bootsy Bellows, Reach for the Stars featuring uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. And then Something New, which I love Something New, uh, with him and Ty Dolla Sign. So that is the premise or the foundation of our discussion this afternoon. So once again, ladies and gentlemen, welcome for tuning in uh, and satisfy. <laughs> when I think about uh, Wiz Khalifa, I think of a phrase from the late great Nate Dogg. And Nate Dogg said, hey, 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 smoke weed every day. That's what I remember from <laughs> Nate Dogg saying. Yeah. And that is synonymous with Wiz Khalifa for this generation and Snoop Dogg in my generation. So talk to me, satisfy of how you became a fan of Wiz Khalifa. So I think it was around 2009, like early 2010. And I, I told you this. Um, I can't remember if I've heard if I heard of uh, his song This Plane, which is off of the Deal or No Deal album or mixtape. I can't remember if it was an okay. album or mixtape. But uh, it was either This Plane or Say Yeah. Um, but I remember the first time I heard of him, I was like, oh, this is cool. 
that this sounds completely different. But then when I heard of either this plane or say, yeah, then I was like, I, I immediately became a fan because of just how dope he was and just yeah. like how his sound was so different. But like, you could just tell, like, based on his sound, like he just didn't care, you know, what everyone thought he just kind of, I'm sure he pretty much told himself, this is how I'm making my music. Right. And like, because of that, like it was, it was so different at the time and it was, it was just awesome. Like I became a fan immediately of Wiz around that time. Yeah. I I think that to your point. uh, So if anybody knows the story of Wiz Khalifa, uh, he kind of got bounced around early on in his career due to creative differences. Couldn't really find the people to believe in his music. So he got bounced around, didn't drop the, then he got assigned to a major label. And then when he got to the major label, he dropped Rolling Papers, which was black and yellow, which is why we got black and yellow behind me here. Uh, That's one of his biggest hits. It's not his biggest hit of his career, but it was a major, major hit. If you guys go back and and rewind back to 2010, 2011, black and yellow was everywhere. I mean, he's from Pittsburgh. So, I mean, it kind of, kind of goes hand in hand, right? But you could not get away from black and yellow. It was everywhere. I mean, satisfied, literally, dude. If you remember, it was everywhere. It was a big hit, oh, big yeah. huge success for Wiz coming out the gate on that first Rolling Papers album. One definitely one of the um one of the signature, you know, first albums coming out for hip hop artists. And he, and like you said, he did it his way. There was a lot of um, I don't remember him even having a lot of buzz before we came out. It's just kind of like not saying he came out of nowhere, but you know how some rappers and artists get a lot of buzz before they come out. I didn't really hear a lot of buzz about Wiz before we came out. I don't even know if he was on the, uh, he might've been on the double XL freshman class. I got to go back and research that, but I didn't hear anything much about him before we came out, but nonetheless, he's, 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 he's here. He's been here. Um, he's been a huge part of hip hop and the success of hip hop. And one of the things I want to talk about with you satisfy is when you listen, when I listen back to Wiz's albums this week, he kind of has like this sound of fusion of pop and like rhythm and blues and hip hop. He's, he's kind of like, not really in a box in a say. I guess he's he, they, we, we classify Wiz as hip hop, where that's what his roots are. But when you listen to some of his albums, he really has like, like a pop pop feel appeal to it. So what do you, what are your what are your opinion about his actual sound um, of his music or some of the some of the songs that you think that uh, go in that lane? I mean, like when I first heard of it for the first time, like like I said, I didn't like hate it or anything. Like I really enjoyed it because it was just something different. Mm-hmm. at the time you, you know different from what hip-hop was sounding like yeah and i feel like that's what made that's what made everyone just fall in love with his music and all that and pretty much like if you were in high school when i was which was like well i mean like i got into high school around like 2008 graduating 2012 but mainly like 2010 yeah like if you were in high school around that time and like that's all we bumped in high school was Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. And like if you if someone asked you, hey, so what do you listen to? And you said Wiz Khalifa, like we knew you had good taste in music. We knew you had good taste in music. <laughs> so we, we would get along just fine. So but um yeah, like Wiz Khalifa and other artists like Mac Miller and Kid Cuddy and yeah. Wayne Nick Nikki and Drake, like they define like high school for me. Like yeah. and for everyone else that was in high school around that time. So yeah. And so tell me a little bit more about the Satisfy. What what is it about Wiz that inspires you to be a rapper? What 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 are some of the things you pull from Wiz to take into your craft as a as an MC? <laughs> well, when I started rapping, um, I told Rob this, but for those that don't know, when I started rapping, like I wasn't like a super lyrical rapper. Like I just did it because I thought it was cool. And at the time, Wiz was like the rapper that I mainly listened to. So I try to rap like him. Yeah. But but the problem was, is that 
I did not smoke weed, even though I was rapping about smoking weed. <laughs> and I rapped about getting girls. Um, <laughs> did, I was not a ladies man whatsoever. So like, and because of that, it was just so fucking terrible. So we're like, we're, we're like Wiz, like he was smooth with it. Like actually Wiz kind of, the way Wiz raps kind of reminds me of Jay a little bit. Cause yeah. when you, when you hear Jay rap, it's just so smooth. Yeah. And like, yeah. it's easy to like, just become a fan immediately off the first listen. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I definitely resonate with Wiz. I love his music. I love the way he does it his way. We are talking about that already, already carving his own lane, his own lane um, into hip hop, which, which brings me to, um, you know, his, his, I think it was his third or fourth studio album, ONIFC, which stands for the only N word in first class. That was released in December 2012. And the reason why I thought that was his best body of work when I listened to it this past week, uh, that was, you know, work hard, play hard, work hard. Like, I was like, give me like, a little bit of chance, give you motivated. You know, the bigger you are, the harder you fall. And like, he was just like, really another one of those uh, gym anthems. There's a lot of gym anthems that we had in the 20 teens. And that was definitely one of them. But to me, that was his standout track. But it was the other, it was, the, it was like the B-sides. I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, he's really got something there. Like, this dude can actually rhyme. Like, I think from the beginning of the album, the way it starts out, you know, going to the paper bound, uh, bluffing, you know, I was like, oh, okay. Now, I think that was a part where I felt in his career that he wanted to be respected as an MC. I think that he really, really elevated his game. Um, and then, of course, we got Black Hollywood, which Weedem Boys, we all know about Weedem Boys. That was a, a huge, huge, you know, sports anthem. And then, you know, we get to uh, See You Again. And I want to get your thoughts about See You Again, Satisfied. That was a, you know, song dedicated to Paul Walker, smashed the charts in the Billboard 100. I think it was the Billboard's number one song of 2015. So I'm flashing forward a couple of years later into that. But when you first heard See You Again, what, what did you feel from that? And that song, that song gives you like a, a feeling, you know what I mean? Like of, of someone you may have lost or someone close to you. We lost Paul Walker, but it still can be played right now. And you can still feel an emotion or, or some sort of connection to something that was going on when that song was hot. So what is your connection to that song, uh, Satisfied? Talk to us about that. Because I know a lot of us in the audience either watching or listening, knows that song, like the back of their hand, knows what they were doing when that song came out. You know, so what were you feeling when that song came out? Oh, man, I've, I actually fell in love with that song right off the bat. Like, yeah. I just think it's a good song overall. Like, you know, Wiz, you know, he wrapped his ass off on that song. And um, Charlie Poof, you know, he did his, I think Charlie played the piano. Yeah, Charlie I, played the piano. So, yeah, correct, correct. And, you know, he did his thing playing the piano and singing. And actually, now that I think about it, um, when it came to YouTube videos reaching a billion views, I remember uh, Side Gundam style. That was like the first video to ever yeah. hit a billion views. And then after that was See You Again. This one, so yeah. yep, that's I, true. Thought, I thought it was so dope when it hit a billion views. I'm like, this is a good look for hip hop. For yeah, sure. It is. It is, man. And, you know, um, when I watched the uh, I watched the music video this past week and you know, it was given like clips of Fast and Furious series, which I absolutely love, by the way. I'm, I'm a huge fan of the Fast and Furious series. Um, but that song really just stuck with me, you know what I mean? Like in that time period of us losing Paul Walker and, and at the end of the, at the end of Fast 7, I, I actually saw uh, F7 like this past week. And, you know, you see, you know, Paul kind of drive it off. I think it was his brother that was playing him. I think he passed before um, the, the movie was actually done filming. But that song, you guys, like it's been a long day. You know, it's it's just a uh it's just a one of those it's, it's like a it's a big song and i didn't did not think just like to your coin your phrase satisfied that was a big moment for hip-hop 
big, big moment for hip hop, you know, to to show that we can showcase and show different dynamics of our emotions and, and loss. And Wiz did a beautiful job with that song. So if you guys have that, I'm sure you guys have it on your uh, streaming platforms. Everybody listens to that song. And then, you know, once we get to Rolling Paper Sue, you know, we uh, he got he is something new. I like something new with him and Ty Dolla Sign. I like that. But talk to me satisfied about his mixtape games. I mean, I don't know how many Wiz Khalifa has. I didn't go back and count. Um, but he's probably within the top five of hip hop artists in, in regards to mixtapes. So talk to me about some of the songs and or the mixtapes that you find yourself going back to. I mean, like you said, there's so many, but I'll focus on one in particular, Cushion Orange Juice, Cushion mm. OJ. Mm-hmm. Like when that mixtape came out, like I said, it came out when I was in high school and mm-hmm. there was two mixtapes that everyone listened to in high school. That was No Ceilings by Lil Wayne. And then Cushion OJ by Wiz. Like, and I think when those, when that dropped on Dat Piff or whatever, um, anyone who's out there can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think when it dropped, I think it like kind of like broke the site because everyone was like downloading it so much. And um, I remember, I think uh, the one song that I really liked on it was In the Cut, where it's like, In the Cut, In the Cut, rolling doobies up wake up wake up gotta get my cake up like it was so different the beat and the flow but it was different in a good way because like like i said earlier like the sound that was brought to hip-hop was so different but it was so refreshing like it was something that it it was something that hip-hop needed i felt like yeah and i think that to your point I think when Wiz first came out, you know, we did Black and Yellow and, and I Roll Up. Um, you know, he was just coming out. He was hungry. He was just got a new deal. It was like him reemerging himself. But then, you know, as you can tell, as he got older and got wiser in the game, he started making bigger songs. I mean, big ginormous songs like See You Again and Weed em Boys and, and big, big anthem songs. He figured it out with, um, wait, I'm calling you Wiz. Satisfied, he figured it out, man. I he wish figured I out. Wiz. I wish you were Wiz, right? No, no, no I, shit. I right? want to be in Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> no shit, my bad, dude. That's that. All good. on that Henny over there. But but my point is, he, <laughs> I think, he, I think he, he figured it out, man. He figured it out like, the formula to fuse his his creativity, his sound, and keeping hip hop at the forefront of that while doing it, and you know, I, I think it's incredible. And, and you can't get it out of the twenty teens without mentioning Wiz Khalifa. Even to this day, you know, I still love Wiz and his music. And um, the last question I have for you, Satisfy, is a kind of a deep one. We're going going we're going to go a little bit deep one on this one here. So. Uh, Wiz draws a lot of parallels to Snoop Dogg. I don't know if it's because of the way they look kind of similar, the tattoos. I, I don't know what it is, but he draws a lot of parallels to Snoop. Why do you think that is? Why do we often compare Wiz Khalifa to Snoop Dogg? Why do you think that is? Outside of the obvious of weed. I mean, I, I get that. But outside of that, what do you think the parallels are drawn between Snoop Dogg's career and Wiz Khalifa? What do we think? Why do you think people put those, those two MCs together? I mean... You know, a simple answer would be he was inspired by Snoop, I'm pretty sure. And like, also, if you compare their music side by side, like the way that they rap, it was just so smooth. Like, it's like their voice was meant to be, their voice was meant to rap. Like you, you can't, I can't picture Wiz or Snoop just having a regular nine to five job sitting at like a cubicle or working at a grocery store. Like they were meant to rap and all that. And like, also like with Wiz and Snoop, like they actually both had clever wordplay. Like it was like, 
not like over the top wordplay to where you're like, oh my God, but it was like right. the kind of wordplay where it kind of slipped over your head a little bit and like kind of clever to where you're like, wait a second, let me rewind that back. Right. And then they like get back to just rapping about other stuff that's not like bar for bar, but like it was definitely the way that they rap. It was so smooth and it, it was like ear candy to us yeah. to where we just couldn't get enough of their sound and their music. So yeah. when they teamed up and started making music together, when they did the Mac and Devin go to high school, uh, movie and the soundtrack and when they did young wild and free like it was meant to be yeah. like for them like i feel i feel like i mean when it comes to hip-hop duos like there's so many good duos but i feel like the snoop and wiz duo is heavily slept on and i feel like it should be talked about more i definitely agree i i, I wholeheartedly agree with that uh, i think that snoop um snoop has always been you know just just smooth he's he, he's been smooth since he first came out and he, but he was always like raw and and whiz is, is and like you mentioned he, he kind of drew some parallels in his style but man you, when, when you get in the same anything you get synonymous or be in the same category with snoop you're doing something right so i'll just leave it i'll leave it at that man but satisfied man it has been great talking to you this afternoon i'm sure the audience is glad to have you back on the platform but it is about time ladies and gentlemen to start wrapping things up in this episode so as we have been doing the entire uh season at every season every episode of season five um is giving a hands up don't shoot salute to Dante Wright, the life and memory of Dante Wright. So uh, satisfied you could join me up putting your hands up in the air. I'm going to say hands up. You're going to say don't shoot. We're going to say this chant three times to remind everybody about the importance of social injustices in the United States. So one time satisfied, hands up. Don't shoot. Hands up. Don't shoot. Hands up. Don't shoot. Rest in peace, Dante. Thank you, Dante, for all your contributions. Rest in peace to all the others that we have lost through the social injustice in the United States. Continue to watch over us and bless us and guide us on the right path. However, satisfied, this is your fourth appearance on the platform. Thank you, thank you, thank you, man, for coming on, man, sharing everybody with your wisdom and reminding me again uh, about the uh, one-year anniversary we lost, uh, Mr. Earl Simmons, DMX. So thank you for reminding me of that because I actually slipped my mind. So thank you for reminding us about that. Uh, and, and throw that plug in there if you guys want to see satisfied uh, episode, go back. To the channel, watch him on there with DMX, watch him on there with me and him talking about 50 Cent. Satisfies a phenomenal talent, but this is your time to shine, sir. Give me your shout outs this week, man. I mean, shout out to you and Jess. Um, you know, uh, shout out to you guys believing in me and my music and everything and all the love and support that you've shown me. So, um, shout out to my mom, dad, my sister, Kelsey. Uh, shout out to my manager, Dion Brown, shout out to all everyone on DB Entertainment from Mac 36, uh, Spiff, who now goes by Graham Shipley now. Graham um, Shipley, yeah, I saw that. Switch it yeah. up, Spiff. I like that. Like that. Yeah. And <laughs> um, shout out to Shevin um, also. And um, shout out to my tattoo artist for tattooing this right here nice. recently. Nice. Witnesses so. growth. I love that, man. I love that. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. So shout out to all those people. Well, my shout outs are short. First off, shout out to Satisfy, always blessing us with this expertise and his hip hop knowledge. Um, shout out to all of the project you're working on, brother. I always, I always, I told Satisfy before we started, you guys, that 
I'm always watching. I don't usually comment a lot on Instagram, but I'm always watching in the shadows and just watching Satisfied grow and and watching his career progress from the first time I met him to now. Uh, all the growth and progress he's making and continuing to make. You know, you guys look out for that rock album later on when he releases that. that we're definitely going to support Satisfied and DB Entertainment. Shout out to Dion Brown. Shout out to everybody on the on the roster for DB Entertainment. Um, shout out to my kids, my loved ones. Uh, shout out to Miss Connected Dots, of course, Jess always being the the queen behind the scenes and uh just shout out to everybody in peace and love right now man we need a lot of that you know a lot of uh you know i was gonna say satisfied there's a lot of uh negativity going on i see you know just just in general i'm not gonna point any yeah. instances out just a lot of negativity we gotta get back to the peace and love and getting back to loving one another and supporting one another support is free Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to say that one more time. Support is free. It doesn't cost you a dime to drop an Instagram post or share a Facebook post or anything like that. It's all free, and we should be doing more of that. You know, So definitely shout, shout out to everybody. Uh, but that's all we got this week, you guys. Next week, we're going to be talking about the Diggy A2 progression of hip-hop. LLC's birthday is going to be next week, and we're going to be culminating our birthday uh, with Travis Scott, one of my favorite, favorite MCs from Texas. We'll talk about Travis next week. Uh, all the controversies, all the stuff he's stirred up in the 10 years. Uh, so we'll talk about Travis next week, you guys. So that's all we have. You all stay safe, stay humble, stay hip-hop. One to zero, man. Peace.